0: hissing another snake was found somewhere in ireland Ooh, Python, where's st
3: patrick now when you need him but
0: people just keep releasing them into the wild did i tell you about that one that was found in the garden in Dunleary? and no. the little guy was the little kid who found it in the garden was like dad dad a snake is here the dad here? was like yeah yeah went
3: I, out i know when you're just like oh a oh, snake yeah, yeah. Chirp.
0: went it's out to find some 12 foot <gasps> constrictor in the garden what yeah. 12 foot I don't know how whether they escape or people or f- just get fed up and just re- like <laughs> the releasing of a snake is such a kind of a slow thing oh my god back lads. from whence you came I snake. got sucked down at YouTube rad- YouTube never offers me you know in the su- suggested thing yeah yeah. I they never get it right for me do they not no but- never i find the youtube one very accurate do it yeah i i've been watching
4: all these people converting buses into homes for a really long time oh i love that one yeah
0: yeah well i have to go searching for my own weird shit and then my weird shit this week all revolved around unboxing turtles that had gone into their hibernation stage
3: oh unboxing them yeah okay so
0: if you have a turtle yeah
3: if you're a reptile
0: collector and stuff I maybe I'm talking shit here but this is what I've garnered you put them to sleep slowly so they sleep for four or six months of the year oh Oh. divine okay and you do it real slow you kind of stop feeding them slowly and then you cool them down and then you wrap them in newspaper and you put them in a fridge for six months Oh, forever young. Right. And then after six months, you come back and unbox your turtle. And then it comes back to fucking life. So imagine being just the first person to find what you think is a dead turtle that has been in the same position and hasn't eaten or drank in six months. And then you and it fucking comes back to that would blow your mind. Amazing, Isn't it fascinating that you could they can go into these states of.
3: Yeah, almost almost sub life like
0: a fuse. Or huge
4: state, huge. I didn't do that justice it's a really interesting thing i was interested i was interested i Weird. can't
0: actually remember i okay. need to watch we back are referring that before. back to the zoom live that we did last night crossed that wires great crack and also shambolic completely
4: <laughs> shambolic people seem to enjoy it crossed wires <laughs> i looked at the time it was half eight i was like we've half an hour left jen was just kicking off with her story i was like there's no way we're fitting two stories into the next half hour i kicked back and relaxed i opened another
0: beer giant beer giant beer. she opened another
4: flagon Blab- probably probably shouldn't have haven't been drinking and uh Blot 10 out. minutes later jen was like i could tell your story and i couldn't <laughs>
3: speak she had lost control of her limbs it was so fun i
4: just it was the it was the shock the unexpectedness. I closed down
3: my tabs. Everything was, Everything gone. was <laughs> gone. I was just like, I'm here to enjoy Hot myself. Tip. It was like if you were um, you know, like giving a speech at a wedding, but someone had said to you don't worry it's off it's off and you know all that like tension that you had been holding in your body just ebbed away
0: which meant you told a very relaxing story (laughs) that you half remembered my favorite story without notes (laughs) just like i think oh i've forgotten your man it was drunk history (laughs) gabrielle Nagy that is was your it. man's
4: name. Very interesting story. <laughs> it was a great deal. I'll Thank go you back for to dissociate it funny I had funny. way more of that story to tell—a totally different case study altogether, the woman. which I'll save for the main. But that- it was
3: quite a good point that somebody made in the chat box, being like, "Has a woman ever gone into a fugue state?" So basically, like in short, for people who uh, don't cough up and support us every month, the story, like the gist of it, was that a guy said he was going out, said it to his wife and kids, "See you later," and I mean. Between the jigs and the reels and the fugue state, didn't return. 20 years. 20 years. And um, basically, like, somebody in the chat box is like, betcha a woman's never fucking pulled this shit. Exactly. And um, now, Kath has proof that a woman has, but I do think it's a potentially a real man flex of just, like... No, it's it's um, quite common in um, women. This whole family life, it's quite taxing. Yeah, It's quite taxing. It's really interesting. I think interesting. I'm going to do, like, a, a turtle... Hibernation station. You you should for, for the next however long, and then I'll just come back and say sorry. I was in a fugue state. But how
0: fucking amazing <laughs> if we could develop a way? I mm-hmm. know oh, mm. we can. We can just induce a coma. But to like elect to check out in some sort of, you know, it 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 could turn into some celeb, you know, rehab that costs a fortune that just puts you to sleep for six months. Oh
3: my god! You know what this is reminding me of? This. Fucking brilliant book that I read like a year ago or so called My Year of Rest and Relaxation. Oh, it's a novel. It's fucking hilarious and it's very in this vein. Basically, the main character um uh basically just decides that she wants to like stay asleep for like a year and she just medicates herself with this I mean, with this dodgy psychiatrist in New York it's really so funny she does it. she puts herself she does into it. hibernation mode um, but did
0: she have to go to work and operate in the
3: no because uh, she mm-hmm. has quite a unique set of circumstances she's just tragically lost both her parents and she's living in their stunning like upper west side Manhattan apartment and All she right. has like a payout but she's one but of basically, these it's a great people. thing to do if you suddenly have yourself with a windfall and um, But do you know what that story was reminding me of so much um, was, have you ever heard the Unsolved Mysteries um, where the guy was watching it and saw himself on an episode? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So this is a guy called Craig Williamson. When you were telling the story last night, I was like, oh my God, this happened with Unsolved Mystery. So everyone knows Unsolved Mystery has been on for decades. And it's recently got the reboot um, on Netflix. Uh, That's right. Recommend. Um, oh, it is good. Yeah, it's really it good. It is pretty good. But like, you do miss Robert Stack. Mm. Be real. And also, the reconstructions are way too classy. Yeah, like I, agree. I want ultimate it needs cheese. To be low end. Oh my god! You know who once did a reconstruction for original Unsolved mysteries was uh, Matthew McConaughey. Get no. the fuck out yeah! And you have to watch it. Look it up on YouTube. Um, he plays a victim in it, and he's like in the reconstruction. He's like uh, doing the lawn, like what's it? You know, cutting mowing. the grass, mowing the lawn, and. Um, it's it's class They have him doing it topless Like it's just total Early maximum. doors Early Like he looks barely Out of his teens pre And you can so tell That like The, the victim definitely something. Wasn't shirtless Oh I but see But the, the producers were like This guy Matt uh, Matt uh, <coughs> Why don't you just try it With your top off then? Yeah I mean Sleaze So but. tell me about
0: the guy Who saw himself Oh yeah So
3: the guy who saw himself was His name was Craig Dwight Williamson And he was A kind of Fisherman farmer and he got... Fisherman farmer. Fisherman farmer, I know. Well, Colorado, I guess you can do, you know, get you a state that can do both. Surf and turf. <laughs> um, so he got married kind of late in life um, in his 40s to this woman called Christine Reinhard in Lake Tahoe. They'd only, marry, they'd only known each other for a month. So it was a bit of a quick, you know, hop, hop, mm-hmm. hop is jock, salaba, as they say. Um, but anyway they wanted to get into um, fish farming oh that's the kind of farming it's where you're farming fish yes <laughs> wait what I was picturing why were you confused like that? livestock by day fish by night that's or something I yeah I was like he's going fishing yeah, fucking yeah. idiot interesting <laughs> yeah, yeah so anyway um, they were raising fish together <laughs> <laughs> And um, on the twenty eighth of August in nineteen ninety three, so they'd been married for a couple of years at this point, he went to a biz- um off on a business trip to Colorado Springs to sell some fish. I mean, I'm picturing fish in his pockets. Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm sure he had a bucket. <laughs> Hopefully
3: he had a
4: bucket. On a stick and one bucket on each end. <laughs> just five fish for that day.
3: <laughs> a solid like, 20 euro like mate. a kind of a dairy mate. Yeah. Just across his shoulders. Salmon. Just, just dangling. It's it's tilapia, some kind of fish. Anyway, so he um, he arrived in Colorado Springs and he uh, rented a car so that he could go around <laughs> peddling his fish fish mongering yes and um, at 9pm on that night uh, presumably when he was like in his hotel he rang the wife and was just doing a check in was like oh, sold six fish today and she was quite literally the fish wife yes. um, and so they had the chat and then she never heard from him again what do you mean that was just the end of it he was supposed to return the next day but he never came and um, they found his credit cards in um El Paso in Texas, which is nearly 700 miles from where he was supposed to be in Colorado Springs. And then two weeks later, just across the border in Mexico, his rental car was found abandoned. Oh. But there was no sign of any foul play, just nothing. And um, so it kind of sounds like he made a break for Mexico And it looks very like he did a fugue state right out of that marriage. But there had been no marital issues or anything that the wife, Christine, reported. And like, so the police were just stumped. And then they just were, I think, probably all looking at each other and being a bit like, looks like Craig, you know, wanted to ace out of this marriage. Um, but Christine was having none of it and she launched her own investigation and she even went to the hotel where he had stayed and like tried to retrace his um, steps and that's where yeah. she realised this is fascinating like the wife was doing this the police were just like oh looks like Craig's gone down Mexico way more para to him <laughs> am I right guys am I right you know the way you want to run away from your wife um, <coughs> wives and uh, so she went to the hotel found all his possessions in the hotel And she was like There's no fucking way That he just like Are you sorry, okay making I just a phone call? stop Getting distracted sorry. By the fact that Jen's just Making a call
0: Dan's supposed to be Letting someone in Who's standing at the door Right now Oh your
3: doorbell's ringing Yeah you. I love life Sorry What I'm a sorry. weird life Oh it's no, no, so dude. weird
4: Isn't it
3: Um. So anyway She believed that um, <clears throat> Excuse me That he must have um, That he must have Um, wandered off like he must have had some kind of injury or something something
4: but see you can go into dissociative fugue if you have a traumatic event like if you're mugged or if something happens if you're randomly attacked
3: yeah she thought he may have been attacked
4: and that can like set it off (coughs) or if you have a head injury or in the things I read, an extreme internal conflict. How, super stress. Yes, super yeah. stress. Super stress. Cause Cause I feel
3: like that's a great thing now for me to fake, for example. Because oh. like I'm on deadline and things Very aren't going convenient. great work and yeah. like Where I should we to go say- to? Where should we abscond to? I mean, we were always planning Hollyhead, Jen and Holly- I. Right. I think because Jesus. it was just the ferry seemed more accessible than those the airport. Pre- I mean, we, we were like, I think You're right,
4: because they'll look for you in the airport. with won't go the They won't, right. they to won't the check ferry. the
3: seas. No, <laughs> <laughs> especially if we just trot off. Let's all buy those inflatable kayaks from Aldi and just I do have, just I ba- have, I have a jazz bin Anderson. What was that artist's name again? Sa-
0: I think paddle boarding would fit our thing better.
3: We could be like those Battle girls.
0: Yes. Oh and no gosh. one will look
3: for us okay. on a paddleboard because we went to town on how stupid they were If you episodes <laughs>
0: Exactly.
3: So to round this off, basically Unsolved Mysteries transmit, uh, you know, like um, aired this uh, show um, on in in ni- in the early 90s. Um, and it was Christine appealing for information. And there was a little bit of um, information uh, she had found like from the uh, police Publicising the missing man, a woman came forward saying that she'd seen a dishevelled man on a train, and she was like, "Oh, he might be him because I remember him talking about fish." (laughs) Just dishevelled, and she imagine being known identifiable as your from your love (coughs) of fish. Well, so they aired the show and everything, and nothing happened. Um, and like two years passed, right? And they actually were doing reruns. Of old episodes. And Craig saw himself on the show. And recognized, recognized himself. himself. He was living in Key West in Florida. Fishing again. It was July 1995. He, How long had he been gone for? He's, he had been gone at this point for over two years. That's not that long. It's not, it's I mean, not 20 years. He said that... Um, He had been mugged in Colorado Springs and developed amnesia, which worsened um, because he'd had a concussion the month before he disappeared. And so basically he couldn't remember much else from the attack, uh, claiming that he woke up in a hospital with the name Ron. And he claimed that he wandered aimlessly throughout the United States before arriving in Key West, in Florida, where he found a job as a diver. And um, he contacted um, Christine, but didn't remember her or his family. Oh, but how did he recognize himself? Well, like, I guess he's seen himself in the mirror at some point in the two oh, years. sorry. See?
0: He literally saw
3: a photo. He, he didn't literally see the saw reenactment himself. and said,
0: that's my life. No, he was like, that's me. That's my face. Oh, my. So was he able to, jog? was she able to jog anything for him? He just
3: didn't remember her even after that's it all wild. kind of was coming back. So anyway, they reunited and they went back to Colorado Springs, hoping that something would jog his memory. But... The trip apparently was unsuccessful. So he never did. And they decided to divorce. Oh, that's Deva. I know. And remain friends. Okay. Uh. He moved to California and she moved to Wyoming. Well, that is at least closure. Closure investigators are still suspicious oh, wow. of Craig's amnesia and think that he may have pulled a fugue stage. How awkward then <laughs> How to awkward. be found again. And he, did, ah. he did identify himself like he came forward. Yeah so, but maybe then
0: he got back and he was like oh yeah now I remember why I left.
3: Yeah like they believe that he ran away to escape debts and the responsibilities of running his new business which I really really relate to. Obviously. I mean I horrendous. have Horrendous. I have horrendous yes, we all do. issues. It's all <laughs> terrible. There's actually I mean so oh to be said. Anyway, sorry, this wasn't even my creep this But that's week. a brilliant creep. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a mad it's one. It's
4: very interesting. And I'm all for and, a oh,
3: state.
0: I have a great creep for you. It's a full circle history creep. Yee.
3: Okay. That yeah, I'm going to tell.
0: I can't get my head. I can't write my creep. You know when we all study? Yeah. I just can't do it. So the best version of this story I found, another podcast. So I just listened to it three or four times. My In favorite. In hope I'll be able to tell yeah. you. My My
4: favorite. Creep is when you just read it all and try and remember it and retell it because that is what vlogs
0: uh, like as in you know with my thesis copy and paste <laughs> and then uh, just amend it a bit real time. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I've done that. We are
3: witnessing yeah. our but like, being you know written. what
4: is really entertaining is when you read a story on like a Monday, you try and commit that to your memory, and by the time you come here on a Friday, it's vague but it's entertaining. Do you okay? know what my well, problem that's what is? I'm, gonna is go that with I'm today.
3: always researching simultaneous creeps, yeah, you, and I get my creeps crossed. I um, know that I've had do. My dangerous. The lesbian, <laughs> <space> <laughs> the, the lesbian in space. the
0: best example of getting your creeps crossed that's ever been told. <laughs> <laughs> that was still the most. I am going awful to stop and drinking and on the zoo. That's, <laughs> no, there'll be an outcry. <laughs> be, you do. You just kind of bottle it. Or no, we just. I think I'm putting too much pressure. Sometimes I ask you a question and he throws you, and I'm like, fuck, she was in a flow and I've stopped her. I just can't help it. <laughs> Do you want to hear about mine? <laughs> yeah, definitely. This, okay, we're going back in time here. This gentleman, uh, Big Smarty Pants, won a Nobel Prize for his work. Big Smarty Pants. Did amazing, potentially, no, definitely was responsible for the f- for all of us being here today. Interesting. Did he write the simulation? He might have. <laughs> his... But he also did a terrible, terrible thing. They all do. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is a creep all it's about Fritz Herber.
3: Okay. Haber. Have you heard about him? Is he a Nazi
0: scientist? He is specifically not a Nazi. Oh, okay. He is a Jewish scientist, but <laughs> yes, it comes in under, we're going to be going to the Nazis. He's a Ger- he's a German scientist. Okay. So we're in 1910 <clears throat> time, pre-World War One. Okay. And we're in Germany. Okay. Exactly. Things are a little bit Bit tense. Tense. Yes. Because Germany currently can feed 30 million people with oh. its food. It's a capacity to grow and feed the population. Gotcha. Germany's population was 50 million. Okay. They were like, holy shit. shit. Yeah. We're all going to, 20 million people are going to starve here. Jesus. We need a solution. Fritz was responsible. Okay, here's what they knew about crops then. They knew that in order for crops to grow in super way, uh, they need a lot of nitrogen in the soil. Mm -hmm. So you might have heard of fertilizers such as seaweed. Yes. And shit. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Both function by putting nitrogen into the... Wait for this as well. Okay. Years pre, They've known this for centuries. And years previous, there was a war in South America... Over, batshit. Oh the f- incredible fertilizer that it is, batshit, and that's where the phrase batshit bat shit comes. From. My favorite. Yes. Oh, that's isn't fascinating. That, interesting. that is batshit. Yeah. So, uh, so, so this like is it what means, they means. So did it mean like that's great? A batshit crazy. I guess it was probably like a super a ma- crazy, super crazy, crazy for ah, batshit. Yeah, who isn't? So they knew that, and uh, but the problem is they couldn't produce enough or get enough of those things to feed and make the crops as big as they needed them to be. Enter Fritz. Fritz was like, I'm going to try and produce nitrogen. Right. Okay. He was like, how am I going to do this? So Fritz, they all kind of knew, where's the most amount of nitrogen that you can think of? In the fucking air. So Fritz was like, how do I get it out of the air? And create you know put it into something gas or liquid that i can then feed to the crops so he managed to do that he managed to get the air separate the molecules out very smart with intense pressure and what was produced a fluid dripping out of the bottom of this chemical reaction and that was ammonia okay and that's the nitrogen that they then were able to use so he is responsible, really, because his production—the way he produced ammonia nitri- and nitrates for the soil—is still used today mm-hmm. as a you know way of fertilizing all of our f- of our crops. So without that, without him creating it at that time, the population would have stopped at about a billion. And now, where are we up to? Six point something. Exactly. So he fucking saved the world in that respect. Hmm. Okay. So he was lauded for this.
3: We don't, I don't feel saved Well, this you point exist. in 2020. <laughs> you, but yeah, food, no, it's, food, really it's a thing
0: we don't necessarily think about anymore. It's just kind of a thing that goes without saying that we have food and crops and we can eat all the time and exist Yeah, yeah. In, parts of, in our parts of in the world. Parts, yeah. Anyway, so that was amazing. And that's just, changed just everything. Just in our parts of the world. Just famine and, and drought is sure. still a major issue, but not for us. For, for other people. but Not in South in, Dublin. Not for us. So Fritz was a, a Jewish German living in
3: in Berlin. Do you remember the oat milk drought in South Dublin? That no, that oh, it's ridiculous. I oat milk. You can make milk. your. Do you know what oat milk, milk is? You can milk your own oats. You just drain. You just let wo- oats sit in water. I know, but there's a barista brand that I really least. like that yeah. froths up real nice. It's you know nice. the grey one, yeah, yeah, Oatly, yeah, yeah, Oatly, yeah grey box. And you have to get some. Don't fuck around it with it. the blue box. You gotta get the grey box. Well, what about the Have you guys tasted the oat cream? Is I heard not, great. No, things. delicious I find
4: oh, it to I be actually ma- I have in the fridge inside your little um cashew butter <gasps> snicker bar things. I made them for bake off.
0: Oh <gasps> yeah. They're delicious. Yay, thank you. Okay. Would you like to hear more? Th- aren't they? They're really good. So everything was going great. Fritz had married his uh, sweetheart from a long time ago called Clara. Excellent. Not uh, a cousin or anything. Not a cousin. Right. Two just two Jewish just happy two people, people living their lives. Excellent. Uh then World War One kicks off. Mm, mm. Buzzkill. Major. Total. Fritz at this point was hanging out with Albert Einstein. He had a Nobel Prize. The crew. He was a <laughs> hero. And he was sort of, you know, he was in hanging out with those levels of people. Love and then it. when the war kicked off, those levels sort of inter... you know, they needed help. At that point, what were they fighting with? They had explosives, they had guns. Um, they had hand-to-hand combat they had missiles yeah. did they in World War 1 definitely there were certain yeah. dropping Those, things yeah yeah and yeah. the classic karate matches of World War 1 <laughs> that all know oh, the arm wrestling history. yeah that <laughs> the thumb wars <laughs> <laughs> so it got to a point horrendously where uh, they had they were at an impasse yeah right there, it was, they were in the Germans were in the trenches it was they were stuck they needed help Fritz had an idea. Oh, yeah. He was like, lads, you know the way I was making the nitrogen for all the food and all? And they were like, yeah, Fritz. Fritz was like, listen, something happens by way. When I'm extracting this, there's a basic, uh, you know, there, an implosion. There's I a lot of energy. who Fritz yeah, yeah. is. Gas. uh That's gas. Fucking. Gas happens. And they were like, okay, Fritz. And he was like, and this gas is unbelievably poisonous and terrible for humans. And they were like, okay. And he was like, I think we can use this as a weapon. And so they fucking did. Shit. So Fritz got to work building, uh, producing. It was a byproduct of what was happening anyway. Right. So something like 16,000 vats of this gas got delivered to the front lines. They had to wait until the winds were perfect conditions in order to deploy this because if it flowed one direction it went to the enemy but if it flowed back it was killing all the troops so jesus own goal massively hugely so the day arrived and it was perfect no wind or it was wind going in the right direction they were like lads we're doing this so they unplugged all the gas canisters and this fucking wall of green Chlorine gas Rolled towards the fucking enemy troops And it Dissolved them
2: Jesus So
0: basically what happened was It got into their lungs Their lungs It irritated the lungs so much The lungs just produced Mucus and mucus and mucus And they were drowning in their own mucus Oh my god Scorched their eyes Into their ears It was a disaster Basically there's reports back then Of seeing troops turning blue It was a fucking nightmare For the enemy troops but technically speaking a fucking success for germany now there was a lot of discontent about this using this it felt like it was unfair completely yeah there was a big kind of cohort of the german population or of the german kind of army people that were like not comfortable with this feels I
4: want to kill people traditionally.
0: I'd lo- <laughs> I, not only that, but if this kind of technology ends up in the enemy hands, it's like yeah, the development fucked. of the nuclear bomb. It's yeah, yeah, this escalated things. For sure, so we're much. just
4: yeah, we're just all fucked. Like, and stop I making
0: better weapons. One of the inventors of the nuclear uh, bomb, or one of the key figures there, part of his he was kind of responsible for signing it off then to the government, and he part of that agreement must actually research that properly was that he was allowed to speak with whoever was to be in control of this thing. And then he was able to, he wanted to be be able to to basically, yes, make the argument against releasing this into the world because it had these type of capabilities. And similarly, for this chlorine kind of gas, uh, you know, weaponry, there was that argument made at the time. So anyway, it took off. Uh, It worked. He was lauded again. Now, he was the saviour again. He was promoted to a captain's rank in the army but every, I feel like from reading it, it felt like people knew this was terribly disgusting and wrong. Yeah. But it was a case of life or death and they wanted to save their people at the time. So they used it. So it was a big party. And uh, Fritz took a few days off, headed back to his wife and son, Clara and his son. Uh, a little holiday, couple of days off. Got back, Clara very unhappy with Fritz oh I'd, I'd say Clara herself was a PhD she was one of the first female PhDs in the whole of Germany super brains to boot woman and he, she was like how have you done this this is morally bankrupt I can't believe you've done this you know we need to stop this now this has gone too far this is terrible stop it stop it Fritz was like you know I get what you're saying but I'm going to throw a dinner party tonight Is there a code
4: of ethics within the science community? I think there is that you're going to produce dangerous byproducts and you need to responsibly
0: intermingle that with war. And what is that? Where does that leave you? I mean, that's the ultimate. That's that's, you know, they're going to use it against the enemy. They're going to use everything they can. Awful. Sure. Who do you think develops everything to do with war? And there's it all comes back to scientists and engineers and you know planners. You know, and then the foot soldiers, like the the ants and the bees, just go out and sacrifice. Yeah. So, anyway,
3: there's no justice. The
0: dinner party happens, and fuck, Clara is raging. Very upset. Franz hasn't listened to a word she says. Dinner party ends. Fritz hits the sack. Um, Clara takes his gun and goes out to the garden, and she shoots herself in the head. (gasps) Oh. She could not fucking live knowing this was in the world and this, she and her family were responsible for this. Oh my God. Morning time, Fritz's son, 13, goes down, finds her. Oh no. Extremely sad Uh, end for that, for those guys. Fritz seemingly, I don't know, I'm sure he was sad but uh, he didn't ever publicly Acknowledge the damage and the horrendousness that I mean, talk about going from zero from hero. You've saved that you've literally saved the yeah, fucking you've world, solved, yeah. You've solved this enormous problem for us, um, which consequently has negative impact and has had this production of additional nitrates has gone on to be well, like all of forest farming and all that kind exactly. of stuff, like that, it yes. has its own problems, of exactly. course. But at the time, it worked and they used it, and everyone was ha- And then to go into this. Anyway, time passes and this is really... Then his son kind of grows up, moves abroad and he goes to London to study and the same fate befalls him. He also kills himself. Oh no. Meanwhile, Fritz uh, kind of loses... I'm sure that had an effect on him. He sort of loses it a bit. His kind of flavour in the... Everyone's taking a bit of a turn against Fritz. I think the war kind of is ongoing and they didn't end up using it didn't go he decided I'm out of here basically yeah. mm-hmm. so he sort of went wandering and he went around the world and he landed in the UK in England and reports at the time were his he had just fallen out of favour with the scientific community entirely uh. and uh, he tried to get in on you know parties and other Nobel laureates refused to shake his hand and it, it all went Ooh. a bit belly up so anyway Fritz kind of died of natural causes anyway. And um, the war continued and the Nazis that now we're in it's World War Two World War Two kicks off. Nineteen forties. Yeah. 39. Nazi Nazi land is happening in, in, in Germany. So Fritz's lab exists existed still with ongoing kind of but all of his original formulations existed too. Mm. So didn't the Nazis break into his lab and find hidden at the back a container of a particular or some sort of formula of some gas and the notes along with that were that it had been given it, it they knew it was noxious they had it added you know similarly to what to do with gas they add a warning scent oh yeah mm. yeah and uh and that's what that was and the nazis were like this is interesting did and they have a little they, ad with a um a little birdie down in a mine being like if you smell carbon monoxide (laughs) yes exactly that but no that's not what happened they took that gas they retro kind of worked it reverse engineered they did they removed the warning Sounds smell the out of this and they used it to gas the jews
3: my god what an absolutely so, horrific yep, full circle yeah and
0: fritz himself being a jewish man i mean uh, he was oh, and then he was the, the original creator of that isn't that jesus, that just, is just uh, unbelievable one of the dramatic those really irony
3: of the highest order isn't it that jesus that's devastating. and you know what
0: it feels like almost that's it's, one of those Would you believe? Yeah, but it's one of those lessons in, he sort of mentally plowed through, like he had this incredible capacity, obviously, for science and being able to, uh, you know, and a mind that was able to work out these problems. But he was definitely missing some humanity chip, you know. Mm. So he was just focused on the solution at hand and removed the kind of human element of it. Although initially seeming like, yes, he was saving Humans mm. from starvation. But actually. He got caught up. Was in the lifestyle. Being one of these problem. big
4: boys. These big inventors. He wanted to do. Yeah. And at the time. Uh, a, a weapon of mass destruction. Was probably the most. Impressive thing. That Where do upgrade. you go from
0: saving humanity. I guess. You fucking Ended. annihilate everyone. And isn't that sad. And then himself. And then he. Then. In some way. Responsible then. For the death of these. Oh, how many millions. Do you people died. In the. Six in the, million. Six million. Oh they yeah.
4: would have They would have Discovered
0: something else Yes They were
4: going to kill the Jews regardless. Certainly There's other ways
0: to kill people And the homos Yes every, there was There's many ways to kill people But
3: none, uh, none Sophie would have survived
0: To chemical warfare yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah yeah Seb's gone Seb sadly gone yes. In fairness I'd probably be gone Through association with Seb But mm. back
4: then You probably wouldn't have married Seb You would have been like Oh there's a big Jew And I'm real Aryan So I'll that's stick exactly what here. would have I'll happened I'll Stick over here. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's the story of like, Fritz Haber. H- that is a wild story. Isn't that Jeez, fucking that's fascinating? fascinating? tragic. Yeah. And you know what's gas about There's a description. yeah him. Huh? Him, <laughs> oh my God! There's a description of him in and around the trenches, uh, pre-release of the gas, looking like the biggest dickhead ever. He was in a full-length fur. He was a baldy head, little nice little suit underneath, and those little glasses that just sit on the nose without the arms either side of the head. Oh, those little! So guys. he was fucking full of his own shit there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He Lincoln. was. I actually think crazy, and very, very attractive.
3: Go. Do you know the kind of bald man that just wears it really well? Stanley Tucci. I don't Tucci. know. I don't know. Stanley Tucci. I'm left with a bad um, taste in my mouth. Charlotte's husband from Sex in the City. Yes, He's yes. Very cute.
0: Anyway, that's my this creep. What do you is guys very have? Very cute. Fritz. I
3: Arbe. have Icky. Oh, yeah. oh,
4: you have the Icky leftover from last night. I've got Icky leftovers. And I have. have um, a stranger on the internet identifying a Jane Doe after forty-eight years. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Oh. Is this one of the first kind of ways the internet helped
4: solve crimes? This is just one of those classic times where someone sitting at home gets a little horn for a story. And will not and will not stop love it. the scab.
3: Yeah. Will we do that? Sure. I love.
4: Okay, so In the early morning hours on June 8th, 1968, a young woman was found slumped over on a park bench in Griffith Park, Los Angeles, California. When she was first found, found, thought she was sleeping, but it turned out that she had died of an apparent drug overdose. Okay. So, authorities noticed that she seemed well put together. She had manicured nails, well-styled hair, had very uniquely shaped eyebrows, she was wearing a red and white polka dot bikini with a light overcoat and sandals. She looked like she just come from the beach okay. in pictures of her. She looks like Marilyn Monroe and um, she had no ID. And the only jewelry she was wearing was a plain gold wedding band that had an inscription CB to EJ 9420. So they were confident initially that it'd be someone they'd be able to identify. Um, but then they were surprised. When nobody came forth to claim her, she didn't miss any missing. Didn't Very match any missing What people. age? Um, she was young. Young. I'm not sure. No friends. So, police found out that she'd been staying in a nearby motel and had been using the name Cheryl Miller, but they couldn't find anything connecting her to that name. Um, and so they gave her the identification of Jane Doe number 18. So for 48 years, she remained unidentified. Then in 2010, a man called Carl Koppelman um, was sent her file from the Doe Network. You know this organization in the states where they help identify uh, pre- people who would previously been unidentified in crimes. Okay. So Carl said he was instantly drawn to the case because she looked like Marilyn Monroe. Because she looked really. Put. Carl
0: was like, "She's hot. I'm in." Where's that <laughs> cadaver?
4: Um, because she <laughs> was. But because she was so well put together and it's so unusual and to be found in a park wearing a bikini and an overcoat, um, really strange. So Carl was on the website Web Sleuths, where he was a moderator and he did a reconstruction of Jane Doe in modern kind of, um, you know, they do like a CGI. Okay. Of it. Uh, So they take, I think, images of the time and then these really clever artists put together pictures. So here is what she ended up looking like. So very young, pretty lady found
3: kind of January Jonesy. Yeah, with a black shadow.
4: I think I think that's probably just the shading on the CGI, Jen, rather than him implying that
3: she had an issue with facial hair. (laughs) Um, (laughs) is there a picture not to be that person, but is there a picture of her sitting on the park bench? Um, is there a picture
4: there from the the bench? no I don't have one. I'll, I'll find one after this I'm sure there I'm sure there is somewhere Sophie
3: get to work I know what's her la- what would they call her again Cheryl Jane Watt.
4: Doe number 18
3: I know that didn't that didn't get me anything Cheryl Cheryl Miller
4: Cheryl Miller with two oars anyway go on um, so a former colleague and friend of Carl's Rita was on her lunch break when she was scrolling through Facebook and she saw Carl had posted the reconstructed image of Jane Doe on Facebook so he had included all, identif- all identifiable information on the case and Rita became fixated on the ring with the inscription. Mm. She had noted that she had a similar inscription on her, reading- on her wedding band. So she went home that night and logged into the popular genealogy site ancestry.com and began poring over records trying to find a marriage license that matched the initials and the date. When her family went to bed That feels like a thing That the police should have done Yeah but like They don't have the time To be going through this This takes someone Who wants to do this In their spare time But also
3: Didn't they find her in the 60s You're right. They didn't have like an internet database. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fair, fair.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Ancestry.com around since the dawn of humanity. Do you know what I heard
3: them say on Morning Ireland this morning? Was they were talking about Silicon Republic and the guy goes, it's an online website. (laughs) 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 Brian Dobson cracking me up. First thing (laughs) I mean, yeah, he's reading a script. Um,
4: (laughs) So she would stay up all night for weeks until she found a Charles J. Bush who married Edna Lydia J. in Detroit, Michigan on the 4th of September, 1920. So she delved into Edna's Bush's...
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was so cute. Totally unintentional.
4: (laughs) She delved into Edna's history.
3: Uh, Yes. Okay.
4: Edna had... Uh, (laughs) to a 1932 of ill health when she was only 30 years old but left behind two daughters one of her daughters geraldine bush married john paul manzo and she found someone she hoped was their son on facebook she messaged john manzo jr on september 9th to ask him if he was related to edna bush and if geraldine was his mother Two days later, he confirmed that Edna had been his grandmother and his late mother was Geraldine Bush. Rita then asked if she sh- if she knew who had been in possession of his grandmother's wedding band because a Jane Doe had turned up in California. And he responded immediately, call me.
2: <gasps> Ooh. So
4: he was really nervous. And... Had a call and he said his sister had been missing since 1968. Oh my wow. God! Rita shared all the information that she had on Jane Doe, and John was sure that Jane Doe was his sister, Cheryl MacMillan. Get no. that fuck out of here! Yeah. So Cheryl had been 15 years older than John. She'd been, she had been the child of their mother's first marriage, and John had been from her third. He remembered her. Fa- faintly but really fondly and said that he had memories of cheryl and their cousin talking taking him to the beach to meet just meet up with the friends he remembered his big sister being doting and spoiling him so she had moved to la after high school and had moved to california on a scholarship for ucla she had lost contact with her family at one point and her mother had hired a private investigator the investigator had found her and she told him to tell them that i'm fine So, relatives had told John that his mother had filed a missing persons report, but when Rita Hood had contacted him, he looked into it and the police couldn't find any missing persons report on his sister, hence why she didn't match any missing persons reports. He began speaking to other relatives and a cousin had given him some details that they had previously withheld. So, his cousin Ellen was very close to Cheryl. The two were very close in age and she had spoken to Cheryl right before she disappeared. Ellen said that Cheryl had missed a dress fitting. And when she talked to her about it, Cheryl promised she would not miss the wedding, reassuring her that she was the maid of honor and nothing would stop her from attending. But Ellen knew something was different with Cheryl. So potentially the Drugs. drug use. When Ellen had last visited her, she was introduced to a few friends of Cheryl's and she had been dating a new guy with the last name Miller that Ellen felt was really bad news. But hence where she would have put Cheryl mm. Miller on the motel document. Cheryl confided in Ellen that she was being used as a drug mule to bring illegal substances from Mexico into California. Ellen had assumed that Cheryl's disappearance had been a result of her running drugs. Ellen knew that Cheryl had been using drugs for some years by 1968 and wasn't surprised that she had died of an overdose. So although saddened by the confirmation that the sister would never come back, her younger brother was grateful for the knowledge that she hadn't abandoned him wordlessly. He was glad that she'd never pawned off their grandmother's wedding ring because she would never have been identified if she had. And then, although the police had no DNA to confirm, Sher- because Cheryl had been cremated, using photographs and family members' identification, they confidently stated that Cheryl Macmillan was the Griffith Park Jane Doe that had died in nineteen sixty-eight wow. at the age of twenty-one. There's someone at the door.
3: Wow! Amazing. That is mad. And- very much so, but
0: what wow. an amazing sleuthing thing. Yes. Right. By the way, where's my cookies? They're
4: in here. In here. Yes. yes!
0: So we got a gift drop from
4: Rua Foods. Rua oh, Foods. Nice.
0: Who oh, Cassie was here on Wednesday when they were out. Huge shout out to them. Thank you ever so much. Delicious and nutritious vegan gluten-free
4: treats. Get it get really, gluten-free. Yeah, I think so. That's
3: great. Isn't Look it? at the um, original picture of Cheryl and the and the re the it's very very close, close isn't it? Yeah. Very. What's it called? The reconstruction? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, or like the generated.
0: And this so image. so sluts. What's it called again? Web sleuts. Web sleuts. And there's currently obviously lots of people missing and unidentified people, the, and web sleuts ex- Like there's tons of people searching for mm. these people. It's like a hobby or.
4: Yeah, I think just like armchair investigators who uh, get really into a case and um, like we yeah, saw with all the guys on like uh, the ones who were keeping tabs on Luca Magnata.
0: Mm. Another great story. Yeah. That was or, brilliant. Thank do you know
4: us. who is a speaker at uh, CrimeCon? Con? no. You know, you're one from Don't Fuck with Cats. Oh, no shit. Get the cool. fuck out of here. Yeah. We're
0: going to meet her.
3: Yeah. Cool. <gasps> class. If it happens, she's going to meet us. So, should we, yeah, should we, we're going to Crime Con, apparently, in <laughs> 2021. <laughs> Do <laughs> we believe, hopefully, yeah, crossing why not? everything? Yeah. In, in, it's, in, England. in the summer, in June. Yeah. And it's going to be class. It's like this huge convention over a weekend. And there's going to be brilliant speakers. Uh, as Cassie said There's uh, a great lineup of speakers And us
4: And,
0: <laughs> and us <laughs> Doing what? <laughs> Who knows?
4: It's going to be class We'll probably record a show there Yeah shows, Making shows yeah. Making a podcast Probably Talk to some like-minded creeps Talking about the crimes they've solved With less facts <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> But more banter <laughs> Top level stuff more banter. Thank you. Amazing. What awesome. time are we at? So, are you ready? Will I do icky or will I save icky for the hive? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, ah. <sighs> yeah, was, I was given an ick stretch just, just to flex my ick. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I feel like this subject. Okay, so this has been floating around my head for a while. And I definitely think that there are some people out there, very possibly among our listeners, for whom this is like their specialist topic. So I'm like are nervous but i are going to do a Buzzfeed headline for this Oh
4: remember we did them Do you know what we haven't done in ages Can we do it, can we do it at the end of this episode Oh yeah, The not, harmony Oh, fuck. oh yeah <laughs> I lo- Nothing gets me like a good harmony Look at the success the Irish women in harmony are having I'm not sure <laughs> <that's> <laughs> what we were doing We could have okay. I'm surprised they didn't ask us to be involved I'm so buzzed off you delving shocked. into
3: a bush
0: what
3: was it again? Delving. Her Diving. name was
4: Edna Bush.
3: What you said she dived into She dived into it. anyway. It's hard not to dive into a bush. I know. Like. Um, okay, so Buzzfeed headline. Um, <laughs> what do they call it? Nineteen creeps and counting. Nice. Oh, it's the Duggar family. Yay! Oh God. I know, but like there's so much ickiness, it's amazing. Okay, so did you guys know about, like, did you ever watch the Duggars before? Like, did you know about them before all the creepiness? The American many children family. Yeah. Who believe in God. Yes. Now, there's lots of American many children families. John and Kate plus eight. That's right. Is another... One that I like really sure. creeps down for quite a bit this week because a ten-year gag order was lifted on John and he went on Doctor Oz last year. <laughs> and like I've just been, I so I hope I don't get my creeps crossed because I, they're similar. But look, John and K plus eight basically had a freak incident where they had twins and then they had sex tuplets and nobody could have anticipated that. However, Jim Bob and Michelle Duggar <laughs> fucking have just basically vowed that God should dictate how many children they have, not themselves. And uh, and that's uh, how they've ended up with uh, 19 and counting kids between them. Jesus. What country are we? America. America. Oh, um, my th- God. There's yeah. a
0: family in the UK, and I think it's 21
3: and counting. Oh, my God. 22. It's just he's a baker. so freaking many. Like, what? So, basically, we'll go back to the beginning uh, for a moment. Um, the show ran, right? 19 Kids and Counting ran from 2008 to 2015. Isn't that nuts? Like, seven years of oh, just contrary. watching these, like, holy rollers just, you know. They were raking it in, though, weren't they? And like, most of the episodes were just literally, like, um, you know, how to do laundry with 19 kids, how to feed everyone. It's just—it's just kind of like real kitchen sink stuff. Like, there's no glam here. Ugh. Anyway, so in the early 80s, Jim Bob Duggar met Michelle Rourke when she converted to the Independent Baptist Church. And they got married um, in 1984 when she was 17 and he was 19. Um, and so... They initially used contraception. It's so weird that, like, we're all focused on their contraceptive methods. But they've made a whole career out of this. So, yes. And they wanted to wait a couple of years of being married before they started having kids, right? Especially because they wanted so many of them. Um, So then, so they basically were using birth control and then had their first child, like, planned their first son, Joshua Duggar. He was born in 88, so they've been married for four years. Okay. Um, and so then um they got pregnant again very soon after having Joshua. And that pregnancy, um, she lost uh she lost that baby and believed from then this was like a critical incident, they believed that God basically. Okay. had punished them for punished them for using contraception
4: oh Jesus yes like, not in the good <laughs> Jesus way like fuck <laughs> this
3: fuck this and so after that they made an oath to quote let God determine how many children they'd have God's taking so, the piss so they drop kicked the birth control straight in the bin and welcomed their first set of twins Jenna Marie and John David on January 12th 1990 So So that's three That's three But I just I'm just gonna start I'm just gonna start Unloading the names on you Next was Jill Duggar Born in 1991 Followed by Jessa In 1992
4: Are we on a JD? thing? Jinger
3: Oh we're on a JD thing Jinger Jinger Or is it Ginger? But Jinger It's spelled with a J Jinger It's a girl Jinger born in 93 It's gotta be Ginger Gotta be Ginger Like (laughs) I like ginger. Gotta be ginger. Ginger <laughs> Dugger, because it's a hard G repeated. Yeah. I think you know they're onto something. Jo- Joseph born in ninety five. Josiah born in ninety six. Joanna born in ninety seven. Re- Twins Jedediah and Jeremiah born in ninety six. <laughs> Fucking fucked up All
0: like the girls every, Yeah They're Jason. like Just
4: putting J's Like I'm waiting For a Jassy And a Jofie I
3: know The J, J's On names Where a J does not belong And yet
4: they haven't Had a Jennifer
3: What's that? <laughs> Or Jane Shit name Oh wait I think they do have a Jane uh, How do they Themselves Keep track uh, Jason born in 2000 James born in 2001 Justin born in 2002 Jackson Born <laughs> In 2004, it's like someone just gave them one chapter of a baby naming book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's others. <laughs> but it's yeah, but like it's yeah, yeah. It's a theme. It's kind of like, a you know, Jesus, Jesus theme. kind of uh, Jesus adjacent. Iterations. Yeah, it's yeah. just like um. so poor Jackson, Levi Duggar and um, mm. had quite a traumatic birth and um, how?
0: Surely he just strolled yeah. out. <laughs> strolled.
3: <laughs> Are they not like just a load of cocktail sausages coming out of oh, the Yeah. Oh. The umbilical cord up. Oh, Connected to another one. There's <laughs> another one. Just Okay, so then, right, that, that like birth. Fairy lights of Jesus babies. <laughs> <laughs> um, white t-shirts and jeans. This birth was their first foray into um, reality TV. I, I guess God decreed that thou shall have crazy amounts of kids and trot them out on TV oh, relentlessly. There, right there in the Bible. Right there in the Bible. New Testament. Thou New New Testament. And um, so that their first TV special was called 14 Children and Pregnant Again! Exclamation mark. Um, And then they had their next child the following year in 2005. Johanna. That's just sticking Joe in front of Hannah. Mm. um, and and uh, had a new special called 16 Children and Moving In, um, which chronicled the building and furnishing of their home um, that was paid for by the Discovery Channel and various corporate sponsors. So now we're cashing in. Okay. And their home, by the way, is 7,000 square foot and has nine bathrooms. <laughs>
0: Jesus.
3: Oh, 7,000 square foot. It is like eight times the size of my house. And how many bedrooms? Oh, yeah. Uh, Not enough. Okay. Um, So their next next TV show was called Raising 16 Children. And then the next TV show they did, which was about traveling, I believe, on the road with 16 children. You know what happens, though? Yeah. The children just parent the ones beneath them when they get to a certain age. This is the danger. Right. This is the danger. So, um... In 2006, they had just added their latest Johanna to the brood at that point, And they were up in the late teens in terms of head count. I think they were around 17 at this point. Right. They were supposed to go on Oprah. Oh, yeah. Oprah. The big time. One of our fave creeps, as Cassie um, unpacked on a memorable Zoom a few weeks ago. Love a um, slideshow. If Zopra, if Zopra. <laughs> if oprah's endorsing you you got a problem you got a problem so she had been about to welcome the duggar family um on her show in december of 2006 when an anonymous email came through to the producers um basically detailing molestation accusation (gasps) sorry i said that to rhyme with accusation and that was insensitive. A, that was insensitive? But look, I'm sorry. It's out there. It's out there now. Okay, against Josh Duggar the eldest, the eldest boy. child, who was at this point in his late teens. Oh dear. The segment was yanked from Oprah, from well, the schedule. Good honor, they were like, like
4: if, if history Is to history scope, I She would have just put give, put them on usually anyway. Called them all a doctor,
3: yeah, and did an episode. Given their own show. Well, she's she is sensitive to survivors of abuse, and um, she is. She was like fucking no dice. And uh, now all of this was still kept like under wraps. They had received an anonymous tip off. How did Oprah find out that? Oh, sorry, Oprah's production team. Oprah Oprah's it. production sure team I received it. it, right? So then like a week after this whole incident in the family, Jim Bob and Michelle were like, right, we need to spring into action um, and informed police. They did. That their eldest son had... um assaulted several young girls including his own sisters what the fuck what? so they knew there was yeah. other girls had come to the family a family friend yeah oh my god some some reports say three other victims and two of his sisters other reports i've read have just said one other victim and two of his sisters so they had been trying to deal with this in-house for a yeah. period of time yeah oh they dear. had been in-house with it absolutely praying it away presumably yeah Yeah, so these attacks were supposed to have taken place in two thousand and two and two thousand and three, when he was like seventeen, late like in older teens. And the
0: the the victims' age bracket,
3: Um, young, young, yeah, in their like early teens. Oh dear. Yeah, so it was it was Jill and um, Jill was one of the first, one of the next younger, like uh, like, down in the family. Yeah, his sister yeah and so I'm trying teens. to find so she was born like just after him oh, they, was she so the she's closest just, she's about she was about 15 and 14 Jill and Jessa okay so they were the next two down from him and they both yeah was, what was he doing oh, I um, mean yeah molesting molesting oh. um, and so how long when oh, do, you, do you have the timeline for me? when the parents found when was the first did they try and night? protect him like well, that's it. They absolutely did. And they I don't think they ever would have gone to the police except that somebody blew the whistle to Oprah's producers. And in fairness to Oprah and her producers, they did the right thing and forwarded the anonymous tip to the authorities. Very good. Ah, so they didn't go to the police. The police came to them. No, no. Well, it's from what I read, they, they went to, to the police of kind of sim- simultaneously, yeah, and tried to get ahead of it. Okay. Exactly. And so then, right, it's in a totally like wacko maneuver. Seventeen kids and counting starts airing. Um oh the series is still ongoing. Still the series is still ongoing and there was no public and uh uh knowledge of like all this kind of um, behind the scenes behind the scenes which stuff. of course is coming. Which of course is coming. So then um so the show is still going. It goes on to 18 kids and counting when Jordan Grace Digger was born in 2008, and then renamed 19 kids and counting with um, the birth of Josie Brooklyn Digger in 2009. And um, poor Josie had a lot of difficulties um, following her birth. Now she's like the 19th child of this woman. I mean, not to be like, wrap it up but like maybe wrap it up well it I don't like know it's
0: starting to disintegrate it seems like why would you add more people into this
3: she, uh, so she was born very premature and weighed less than 2 pounds oh and as we know God. now babies who weigh that little like have a lot of difficulties but they can totally recover and she did um, but she still suffers seizures if mm. she ever runs a high temperature oh. so like um, now there was uh, they Michelle and Jim Bob were overjoyed To have more children and announce their twentieth pregnancy on the Today Show in twenty eleven—that's problematic
0: because you cannot parent properly
3: that many individuals
0: at the same time, and then you add people with additional children with additional needs, very small children.
3: How? And they must have a staff. If okay, like they have. If you're having a trauma within the family, and like it's so traumatic. That an older sibling is abusing younger siblings. Why why are you left to have more children? Yeah. Like I just. Why aren't you just. Like everything should stop. And you should be addressing that. Not. Fucking. Which. And so what they did. Right. um, Was when. They. Discovered that Josh. Was. um, Abusing. uh, His younger sisters. He. Basically. Told them. That... Josh admitted. He was doing it, yeah. Uh, That he had done this. And, I mean... And they basically sent him... um, To live somewhere else. To live with a family friend and work um, in the family friend's construction business uh, uh, as a way of, quote-unquote, fixing him. So he didn't get any counselling... Just turn him into a, some
0: sort of matchup. Instead put him in they this.
3: brought him to an Arkansas state trooper and dug her family friend for a stern talking to. So do, do we have any sense of him feeling remorseful presumably saying he was. Like what the fuck? Why? What happened to him? So what happened was he was given a stern talking to and then like just carried on um, with his life and he um sorry i'm just trying to find this bit that's where so it, disturbing isn't it it's, it's awful it's so disturbing but oh fuck's sake where am i oh yeah um it all only it came out in 2015 so many years passed where like the duggars continued to just be on tv living out their lives um there was like all of the older siblings then started getting married and reproducing themselves, including, um, the girl, Josh Duggar, who himself, um, married, um, his wife, did she Jennifer? Finally, we have a Jennifer. Uh, Did Jennifer know? (laughs) Uh, no, no. Um, it doesn't appear that Jennifer knew at all. Um, and, uh, sorry, sorry. His wife is called Anna, oh um, and so they married um in two thousand and eight. Okay, so like not two years that that long. after the wasn't it two
0: thousand and six that the accusations came out? Presently yeah, he had
3: been doing it for years in the run up to that. But also the accusations, like they didn't come out in two thousand and six. They kind of like bubbled up because of the Oprah thing and telling the police, but actually nothing came um until um tw- as i said 2015 so in touch weekly this magazine um got a hold of the report um, the police report from 2006 Uh-oh. and um basically blew it all, blew it wide, it all open. wide open and um and also blew wide open how um like The Duggars had just gone straight into damage limitations and had like sent him away to work on a construction site as some kind of a cure, curative for like his actions.
0: But what about the girls that he abused? Had they got any aftercare? Absolutely doesn't sound like it remotely. They were just like, oh, well, that happened. So let's just put him somewhere else and.
3: Yeah, so like it's really, really sad because it seems that there was like over a year between the Jim Bob and Michelle knowing what was going on. Over a year? Yeah, and then reporting the incidents to the authorities and there's some evidence that the attacks became more severe and more oh frequent God. during that time and that like there was no counselling slot for him or for the victims and um, yeah, he, it's when in touch exposed it all in 2015 the statute of limitations have kind of like run out so like they couldn't prosecute anybody for any of the stuff I have a memory of watching
0: an interview with this family about these They, they didn't they go on and do
3: yeah so the victims or sorry the survivors Jessa and Jill um, did speak out they talked to Meg and Kelly uh, obviously and oh. um, and they came to his defense.
0: What did they say?
3: Oh, so um, there's a quote from the interview here from Jessa, who says, I do want to speak up in his defense against people who are calling him a child molester or a pedophile or a rapist, as some people are saying. She says, that is so overboard and a lie, really. Uh, I mean, people get mad at me for saying that, but I can say this because I was one of his victims. Uh she says the system was set up to protect kids. It's greatly failed. And she believed that she said that the week preceding it all going public in 2015 was a thousand times worse for us than yeah, the actual you can see that. molestation. But like she has been. Completely indoctrinated into this into this yep. mindset, yes. and like she's been, it's another example. She's been victimized of victims, by just her brother and her parents deal. by not. And
0: now, hear the media are like, "What do you think of this?" Yeah, they
3: are like, "Well, I don't know. I was a kid. She was a child, and like she was. I mean, ugh, it's so. Has um, anyone interviewed? Josh? Appalling because imagine that she just lived out the rest of her teens in this. Environment that didn't recognize her trauma or her sister's trauma, like it is the most despicable parenting I've ever heard. I think, yeah. and like all the fucking while, still with the reality TV cameras mm. in the fucking house, and all of your god-touting Christian bullshit yes. layered on top of this. Yes, like honestly, it actually it's just sickening so fucking angry and it's so greedy and the greedy, shit people do and justify with God is unbelievable because basically you know their whole attitude is that like kind of God is law and yeah, therefore yeah. we can interpret We're not that's the real key
4: thing that you can't judge me my God God judges me and we we'll, and also I've prayed
3: and therefore I've been forgiven mm. like totally 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 and that like oh I've done penance uh, what penance? It doesn't matter. I That's did between penance. me and God. He did some construction work. That's heavy lifting. Do we? That's not, his penance. Do we have any quotes from Josh? And um, so then, right, the next thing that happened was that. Do you remember when Anonymous uh, unleashed the whole yeah. Ashley Madison? Yeah. Archive? yeah, 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 yeah. So Ashley Madison, for anyone who isn't steeped in creep, was this um, cheaters' website. Um, where basically men could pay for profiles and women joined free and loads of the women were bots. <laughs> L- lols. Um, but basically all these men could set up uh, profiles to find people to have extramarital affairs with and, um, oh my God, what was Ashley Madison's tagline again? It was so disgusting. I have to find it again. Something like, we'll
0: keep your secrets or, yeah. Whatever It's a gross concept
3: Oh yeah Life is short Have an affair (laughs) Pretty fucking Literal Yeah And like Ashley Madison (laughs) Is such a creep In and of itself Imagine it was Actually launched In 2002 It
0: was launched By a husband and wife team (laughs) It actually Itself
3: is worth A separate Yeah (laughs) Investigation. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like there's nobody better placed than a husband and wife team to be like, yeah, marriage is a bit hard, isn't it? Yeah, let's just set up this brilliant site. So, anyway, Anonymous released all of the whole um, data and they hacked Ashley Madison back in 2015, and like websites like Gawker. Painstakingly trawled. through. We're talking hundreds of thousands of E-mails, names to find names. the best people to I expose set up an publicly. Account on Ashley Madison. Of course you did. Did you have an affair? I
0: remember setting up an account. Oh, this is way before. I was, just, I was sure I wasn't married or anything. Uh, I set up an account just out of interest. Set it up, and then I remember the release of Anonymous, and I remember thinking, "Gas! My email address is in one of these." And I found it. Mad. Yeah.
3: Was it one for the glove? No. <laughs> Twitter, no. Who could resist a like, one for the glove? I,
4: you're the only person in the world who could get away with that and be like, oh yeah, Dan, no, I did that. I did that years I ago. Did, I did that before you. Yeah. I just did it out of curiosity. But and I you'd did. Be it, like, yeah, is. that is such a core part of your personality that you would become ingrained in such a seedy little sight. <laughs> <I> just <want laughs> to yeah, to have, to have a look. For the jollies. Look, Cassie, do, life is short.
0: Life is short. But
3: that's, but Ash, yeah, anyway, go so on. Gawker, so Gawker, I would say, creamed their pants when, when they, they found, found Josh, Josh Duggar, Duggar. Duggar. Who is non-stop espousing, you know, Christian values and, you know, God is good and family values, uh, which is like a kind of umbrella term for like, down with the gays, the gays are burning in hell and, you know, let God dictate your number of kids uh, not, you know, whatever, contraception is is. Preemptive murder Or some fucking notions Anyway Not only did Duggar Have an account But he actually had um he, the, He'd sprung For the kind of uh, Executive uh, level uh, A fair guarantee Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And um, so he released a statement um, after the wake of the Gawker accusations. Well, it wasn't even accusations, it was proof. Um, So he he, uh, released a statement on Facebook uh, confirming that he did have an account that he had used to cheat on his wife, Anna. Um, He paid for two. um, I I guess you kind of pay per affair maybe because he paid for two and it totaled $1,000 back in February 2013. And um, it he obviously then I mean not to like be down on this but like he did then trot out the internet pornography addiction
1: okay. and
3: uh, swiftly checked into rehab for that Okay, and like I guess it's like if people have these problems they do but I guess it's just that like time and again it's seen as like image rehabilitation way more so than the Life person actually seeking genuine, help yes, exactly. you know it's yeah. just like a quick throw my porn addiction in here so that it's a disease and not something i can help i don't yeah, know you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's did like that i'm that kind distract
4: of- you with this thing that i've been keeping a secret and so you won't focus on this but, bad bad thing that i have done
3: but what yes but hold yeah. on this he did he call himself a hypocrite uh, i mean but who cares about the affairs the really? family said that they were praying <laughs> sorry great who cares about the affairs because he's an abuser?
0: Well, yeah. Has has he himself ever spoken on that?
3: He yes. He did say that um he um did he that he apologized for his life destroying actions was how he put it. Um he God. but like he has children of his own Worryingly. as well, you know? Yeah. And... Um, what's he doing to them? I think what's also really, really dark is that they homeschool their children. So, like, There's this... very little outside. There is just it, nothing. Everything, mm. the whole culture in the family is, like, mediated by Jim Bob and Michelle. And, like, these are two people who like allowed this like heinous victimization of their children to go on do you know i just ah so no. the fact that they homeschool their kids like really creeps me out so much so they have this um uh homeschooling program called uh from the advanced training institute and it's a bible based homeschool program Terrifying. by an alleged cult figurehead called bill gothard and this guy himself. Oh, I've come
4: across the Gothards before in something. Yeah, he's been accused
3: of a slew of improper um, sexual advances on young oh girls. Oh, for God's sake! And this is fucked up. There is an entire module in the homeschooling curriculum that Gothard has written that has an entire section on what to do if when an older kid. male child sexually abuses a younger child oh of the same family. Oh my God! Like. What? What? Why is that there? On earth? But what is does that, that doing? What does that say about it? It should community. be a really
4: short lesson. And
3: right. it's go to the police. Go to the police. Go to the authorities. Like, that it's occurring so frequently that it's actually been incorporated in the syllabus is. Fucking mind boggling. And also then, yes, Josh the fact himself, that there is actually as a child learning about
0: this does that sort of crack a window of, of uh, you know, in somewhere in his mind thinking, does this, ha- I mean, is that, that is this? this happens and yeah. there's a way. And the, this, does these it
4: normalize re- it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. These like, are the repercussions the and, hey, I can deal with those. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like, do you want to see some of the um, advice for when it happens? Yeah. <sighs> um, when the older brother has repented he's asked a series of questions the first being what teaching could have been given to each child to resist evil how interesting what? that yes, is that a quote the younger, from the uh, as if there is, is culpability it, yes. with the victim Yeah, that's it's absolutely disgusting um, what factors in the home have contributed to immodesty and temptation that's revolting Ugh. Oh my god, gross, gross, gross. Um, just wow. As just as a final Are You OK, America, Jim no. Bob the once no. served in the House of Representatives. There you go. So that's wow. fucking great. He was a, a House Representative in the home state their home state of Arkansas and that he is- obviously ran on a platform of Anti-abortion and "quote unquote" family values, yeah, Um, and he's basically been called an anti-gay activist, which is is not is just a disgusting thing, and uh, it's just actually I think the word you're looking for there is bigot and homophobe, not anti-gay. That is a shit show. Isn't yeah it? yeah it is such a powerfully it's a powerful shit show of a family it's unreal like I was like oh they're creepy because they've just got to, to kids that was just the start <laughs> for me and then I was like wading through the creep and was like oh my god and um, I yeah thank you that's disturbing. Uh, no, that's, that's a really girl. scratched an niche for me I've always been like oh no you must find out more about I that I know isn't that it Yeah. You're just like ugh yeah. now Jill and Jessa obviously the next two oldest daughters and they were the survivors of Joshua's abuse they have their own family uh, sorry their Life's own <laughs> family reality TV show obviously of course they do um, Jill and Jessa counting on um, oh, this so is the sequel. If you have. can't actually cope with the fact that Nineteen Kids and <sighs> Counting is cancelled, you can just skip on to the next generation, and um, that's, that's bad. A real, like, that's brutal. a sad and bad story. on story. Josh and his wife,
0: like, remain together, no doubt. Have sex eleven abuse, children, cheating, but they can't
4: get not a prob,
3: not a prob. They it's forgiveness, Jen. If
4: you do anything
3: wrong. They just have to pray together. So in 2017, right, which is two years after it all exploded, um, they posted a a message on the family website. Obviously, they have a family website. It's so insane. Um, uh, Under the title, Family Announcement. So, quote, For nearly the last two years... We have quietly worked to save our marriage, focus on our children and rebuild our lives together as a family. Doing so is never easy after a breach of trust. We've learned that a life of faith and rebuilding a life together is simply done one day at a time. As we continue our journey as a family and rebuild our lives, we are delighted to share with you the news that we're expecting a new baby boy later this year. Fucking hell. Um, That's an addiction. It's a compulsion, isn't it? Yeah, that's abnormal. Isn't it? yeah
0: yeah like it's not right it isn't and what a bag of shit that whole thing is hopefully the two girls end up making a fortune and living a lovely abuse free life yeah but anyway thanks for that Sos. yeah is america okay and on that note what hive have we got for the people this week
4: our hive was... I'm so sorry. We
3: recorded it last week. It was about, it was about performance artists. Oh, that so was great. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually such a good story. It's such a good episode. This I really an enjoyed it. This full of human feces. <laughs> along with other things like death.
0: <laughs> so um, come on in.
3: We're so waiting for you. Come on in. Uh, it is a minimum donation of four euros a month. Is it? Or can you put whatever you want in? You can put whatever, can whatever you put want whatever in, you want. That's our suggested. Incredibly nice people. Pledge even more, which is lovely. That is nice, um, and they don't even get a tote. Oh Jeff.
0: But the, here's the thing: they're on their way. They're on their way. Well, well the, the totes we just
3: discontinued. Shot. Anyone who joined after uh, January. January 31st, but instead we replaced it with the entire extra episode every week. which yeah, that's is true. Way better. <laughs> We're like, <laughs> it's way better. <laughs> I swear to God. And our live
0: and our live shows. So we'll be doing a really super duper Halloween special. We have a live show coming virtually in October with Key with the, what's, what's Kino's club?
3: The, the are, Kino. No.
0: Yeah, in the, the Kino, Kino. The court court. podcast festival. But we will be
3: there via technology. It's gonna be exciting. Basically, we're I'm gonna be there as holograms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're gonna have like a live feed set up with the audience, hopefully, yeah. uh, where we're gonna be able to like, have the chats as per usual, but like in a new, even creepier way. <laughs> Yes, we'll be, and we'll be together. together We're going to have in a virtual studio. arm yeah. In
0: Cork That'll be great It's going to be fun Anyway, we'll keep you all up to date As and when And uh, thanks for listening See you next week Bye Harmonized
4: Oh, that was a Oh, we didn't, Sorry. we didn't do the harmony We didn't do the harmony Come back to
0: it Oh, God Ready?
2: The creep die
0: And see. Horrendous